Welcome to Heartfelt Awakening Radio. I'm your host, Denny Van, and we are continuing our transformational journeys to spirit. And today our guest is Brandon Wainwright. And I want to thank you so much, Brandon, for being our guest today. And your story really intrigues me. I can't wait to get started. Yeah. So tell me about Tyson. So thanks for having me, Denny. I really appreciate it. So, so Tyson was our um, eight-pound Chihuahua Dachshund mix. Uh, he came into our lives in 2005, my wife and I. Um, we were, at the time, we were just about to be engaged. And um, it, he was unexpected. A friend of hers couldn't keep him anymore and, and knew that she had a real fondness for him. So um, offered him to her, and she took, took her up on it. I wasn't, I was less than then excited about it because at the time we were working through some relationship troubles. And the last thing I wanted was a dog to distract from what we were dealing with. And, um, and the other thing was, although I, I liked little dogs, my experience with them was that they were little ankle biters, especially chihuahuas. And I had always more saw myself with a bigger dog, you know? Um, so I, I wasn't all that excited, but man, as soon as he came into our lives, he just, he just captured my heart and he, you know, he, he was a tough egg to crack for me. He made me earn it. Unlike, you know, my wife, my wife, he, he was like a little prince with her, but for me, it took a couple months for him to really, um, for me to gain his trust, which was unusual because I'm a dog person. And most of the time dogs really took to me quickly. So long story short, um, he really opened my heart, helped me to heal over, uh, in different things that happened to me in my childhood, um, specifically regarding animals, dogs specifically. Um, and it just, I don't know. He just, he just made our lives so much richer and better and, and more loving opened my, my, my heart in ways that I did, never could have predicted. Um, and then when he passed, which, you know, dreaded, I dreaded from the moment we got him really I cherished every moment that we had with him. But when he passed, I knew it was going to be difficult. But um, long story short, he he caused a spiritual awakening in me when he passed. Oh, hold because- on. Let me just stop you there. The passing of your precious Chihuahua started your spiritual awakening. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I, you I do mean- mention that, you know, you, you struggled with organized religion. So organized mm-hmm. religion probably created some kind of stigma when it comes to spirit. Can you talk a little bit about that? It, it wasn't so much that it was stigma because I wasn't, it wasn't that I was, you know, wasn't raised in it. I didn't have any, um, you know, like trauma, family trauma with regards to organized religion. Although I did, I did end up losing a girl that I was engaged to earlier that I was in love with that, um, and we couldn't get married because I, I just couldn't find truth in her church. It was more, it was more about just not, uh, not believing what was taught in, in, in a bunch of different religions that I tried on, um, briefly and, but, but wanting, wanting to believe in God, wanting to, 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 to have the, that paradigm, wanting to have a connection to those, um, spiritual communities, but not being able to believe. And for me, that, that, that made it an, a non-starter ultimately, because I wasn't going to pretend, you know? So uh, up until then, I, I had some exposure to, to, um, metaphysics just from my, my dad and my stepmom who were, who were not like deep into it, but, but definitely had 
discuss these things, possibilities with me, you know, as a child or as in high school, but not like not heavy, not where we actually really got into it. So I was exposed to it, but still for me, spirituality and religion were kind of synonymous. You know, I, I, I saw religion as the only, pretty much the only way to really pursue that. I didn't know of any other way. So um, when, but when Tyson passed away, I, if, because I didn't have any religious paradigm, I, I also didn't have any strong beliefs about the afterlife. I, I knew that there was more um, on a gut level. I, and I had come to, to feel that I just wasn't ever going to know what that was. And after, you know, the different struggles that I had had throughout my, my life, um, specifically the one that really did it for me though, was the one with the, the church that my, my fiance had been involved in because I really struggled with that. I, I wanted to be a part of it. I, I was losing this person because I couldn't find truth in it. And so I really had a really hard struggle with it. I don't get into that too much in the book, but, um, but I, I finally come to the realization that, you know, it's just not going to work for me, you know, and I got to let that go. I got to accept it and not be down on myself for it. And I was okay with that. I was like, okay, I know there's more. I'm not going to know what that is. And, and I'm going to move on with my life. But when Tyson passed away, it was different because, you know, I, at that point, of course I had lost, you know, I was 45 at that point. I'd lost my fair share of loved ones and even animals, but never one that I was that close to never one that was like, a, a you know, he was like a combination of a child, you know, a best friend, a brother. He, he was all these things. And, and, and the child part, especially, you know, animals, any, 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 pet lover will tell you it's they're an innocent you know your relationship with them is so pure because there are no ulterior motives it's just i love you you know i'm here for you you're here for me i need you for my sustenance you know but i'm it's pure if you know and especially with tyson tyson was he was so emotional and you knew exactly how he felt whether it was he was upset or, or excited or whatever he you know and so I, I had a harder time. I, it took me a minute, you know, a couple of a day or two before I realized that I was really struggling with not knowing where he was at, where, you know, if he was okay or not. And so I found myself just looking for comfort. And I, and I read a book called animals and the afterlife um, by Kim Sheridan. And, and then this, this book, uh, Kim Sheridan's a naturopathic doctor and she's very spiritual. She, she grew up naturally. She had, you know, ESP and, and she had all, so she shared in the book, she shares all these autobiographical, you know, anecdotes about experiences she had with animals, um, including reincarnation, uh, consultations she did with animal communicators. And it was so compelling to me. Um, you know, I wasn't looking for that necessarily. I was just looking for comfort. Just, so just some kind words from a, from a kind author that, that shed, you know, that, that, suggested the idea that, that, that my boy was okay. And that he lived on, that was all I was looking for, but the, the stories were so compelling that I, I found myself opening up to the idea. And I thought, well, if, you know, if this is real and it's, and it's either, either she's, she's a liar or she's nuts or this is real. And I, and I, she didn't strike me as a liar and she really didn't strike me as being crazy, you know? Um, and so I, I felt it was, it was worth it to explore and, um, and it, uh, mind you, I should, I should preface that saying I'm, I'm a police officer and I'm, I'm also naturally very skeptical of all this stuff. So 
wasn't like I was doing this willy nilly, just looking for whatever I could latch onto. It was, I was doing it as an exploration, but you know, it was, it was partially, it was, it was an exploration to find some peace, but it was also genuinely, I was curious, you know? And so I, I ended up doing an animal communication um, session. Actually I did, I did three, the first two, the information was pretty general and it, it didn't convince me at all. And, and I, 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 I didn't think it was illegitimate necessarily, but it, I wasn't convinced, but the third one blew my mind. Like it, it was so specific and everything from um, my relationship with him, uh, his, some of his physical ailments, you know, there's the subtle differences between my relationship with him and my wife's relationship, things that, that you couldn't just, you, you couldn't make up or, or, or just into it from, you know, and mind you, this is over the telephone too. The person wasn't seen. It wasn't via Zoom. It was just a telephone call. The person was in Iowa. I was in California. So it wasn't like a body language reading thing. Um, and I was just, I was so compelled that it, it I, I was like, man, this is, this is something. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to give away the whole story, but, but it launched me into more and more exploration um, where I had many more experiences and, and then because of it, I started doing my own pursuits and started with meditation. And then I got into Reiki and, um, you know, became a Reiki master and I'm still just actively growing in spirit and, and it's, it's changed my life huge. I mean, I, my whole, my whole life has shifted drastically over the last three years and, um, so, you know, the experience, the, the book, Tyson's gift is, you know, it, it's, it, if you're looking for a feel good story about a dog, it's that because it's, you know, it's kind of written. I think you'd probably agree. It's, it's got a similar tone to Marley and me. It's just, it's our story, you know, and he, he was a character, um, you know, he was, he had a huge personality. He was, he, <laughs> wasn't he wasn't your typical dog necessarily he 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 wanted what he wanted when he wanted it and um but his his richness was was of love and everything else was just huge and i think that part of the story what is will be very entertaining and and heartwarming for people but but you know this dog tyson you know the, the reason the title of the book is tyson's gift is is his whole life and his afterlife it was a gift for me and my family. And, and I'm trying to, to share that with the world. So, so other people can maybe get some of the same pieces I have, or at least open them up to the possibilities of these things so they can do their own exploration. I think that's probably more realistic. You know, these are things you have to experience for yourself. Indeed. Yes. You must experience them. And, you know, it's just fascinating how, a fur baby, you know, mm -hmm. suddenly just takes your heart and opens your eyes to things that, you know, you've had other pets, you've had other experiences, but something about this guy, what was it about this guy? Um, well, he, I think, well, what, one of the things that was, that was said through Sandy, um, one of the first things that she said to me was that he, had to be a tough egg to crack because um in order for me to open my heart and he, and like i said it took a couple months of of him of of trying to earn his trust and getting him to lighten up around me i mean he was like a holy terror when i first got him just wanted nothing to do with me 
just you know not not vicious but just god what oh geez we have <laughs> a rescue chihuahua so we know we know yeah. that their personality onto themselves yeah they are sure. but they're not all like that because i've had other ones too that that were that were just total softies and just love bugs and then you know they are higher more high strung for sure but but he and like i said my wife he, you know immediately they were they were just bonded but he had a thing about men and um but and i and i and i sensed that in him and and I felt a connection because I saw, you know, he would, he had things that he needed to heal, but he had a, a, you know, a richness of heart and, and a lot of love to offer. And I had the same thing. And I don't think I never, I didn't consciously think this at the time, but I, I, th on a, on a intuitive level, um, I, I, I think that's what made me feel so drawn to him. And, and just, I loved him and respected him so much from the beginning that, you know, and so we, we slowly we gave and took from each other and, and we were, you know, just very, very close. And, and, but I, you know, I, I think, I know, you know, just through the exp explorations that I've done, I know for one thing that he and I, this isn't our first rodeo together. You know, we have been in other lives together. Um, so there's a, we are soulmates. So there's that recognition. I think that was part of it. Um, but I think also, you know, he, he was sent. I mean, he, that's the other thing that I've found is that found out through the communications is that he, he came to my wife first, but ultimately his goal, his, his mission, you know, was to, was to help open my heart specifically that, that was his, I mean, not that he didn't do amazing things for my wife and my daughter and everybody else, but, but for me, his, his main mission in, in that life was to open my heart. And he did, he did. And so I don't know if that, I'm sure that was probably a pre-contracted, you know, and, um, but yeah, I, all I can say is that it was very, very special and still is actually. You mentioned that you, you met with an animal communicator or talked with one three times and a lot of the skeptics I've met, they'll be like one time. Yep. See load of crap, you know, what kept you going? Um, well, I think a combination of, of honestly, Kim Sheridan's book, I, it, it, I was like, it, it was, it was just, I'm sure, have you read it? Animals in the Afterlife? Yeah. I have not, but I have but, met animal communicators. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and her, she's not an animal communicator, but she, in that, that book, she, she talks about, you know, about her experiences and I just found them to be so compelling and, you know, so I think it was partly that I was just so compelled, you know, that I wasn't ready to just give up on, on one with one shot. Part of it was that I think I knew on a gut level that this was my time and, and that I needed to, to, to keep going with this. Um, you know, as something on, a, on my higher spirit soul, if you will, my higher um, spirit. Uh, but, you know, and, and part of it, too, if I'm honest, was that I, I wanted to believe. You know, I mean, I wanted to connect with him because for obvious reasons, you know, so I think, I think that's, you know, I, I never, before all this happened, I, I never would have done something like this. I never would have gone, I, I, I would have never said that it was garbage or anything, but I, I would have never gone on my own exploration. I think, I think in order to, to be able to, to be, 
to delve into the, to the spiritual side of things. I think you have to either be, um, you're just ready. You've, you know, you've, you've just had enough experiences just accumulatively that just kind of bring you to it. And you, and you, and you're different people that come into your life at the right time and show you things, or, you know, it's an experience like what I had where, where the, the pain and the, the love was so intense that, that it, it motivated me to, to go ahead and, and kind of take a leap of faith because, because it wasn't, you know, it, it sounds like, you know, I could see some people saying, well, oh, you know, you were just, you, you were just wanting to believe and you, it was, you know, it, it was just an opiate opiate for you for the time being. Well, no, you know, it, this wasn't an easy process. It was, um, in fact, you know, after that first session with, with Sandy Casca, that was the third communicator. It was, it was struggle. It was a struggle for me to assimilate it. Cause for one, I was like, I was fighting that skepticism in myself because the skeptic was, Oh, come on, come on. You know, kind of the same thing that probably some certain members of, of our, of the public would say about all this. Um, and so but the other part of me was, was believing it and, and having to assimilate that into my belief system, you know, and, and, and living by a different paradigm at that point. And it's, yeah, it sounds so easy, but it's a process, you know, it, it really definitely is. is a process, you know, going from being a police officer, your everyday life to this being coming into your experience, totally changing your whole mm -hmm. perspective on everything to the point of not just being a police officer, but a Reiki master, right? Mm -hmm. So there had to be something there to make you want to dive into this. You mentioned before that you touched a little bit on metaphysics. Do you want to explain about that and share what you touched on metaphysics to open you up to this? Well, uh, my, 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 my dad's wife, my stepmom, Carla, um, she, she studied um, quite a bit, but, but that was before she, you know, before she met or not, she knew my dad from before, but before they got together when I, and I was 14 years old when they got together. So, you know, this was a long time ago, but they, you know, so occasionally there would be discussions about, you know, what, what consciousness is and, you know, like guides and teachers and, and things like that. But it was all stuff that, you know, I, it went about as far for me as, as, as religion, except that it was, you know, it, as far as believing, because like, you know, I, with metaphysics, it's not something that anybody's cramming down your throat. It's concepts. And either you take them, take them or you leave them. Like no one's forcing you to, you can still be, you can still study and you can still be a part of it even without taking on every single thing, you know, um, whereas, I love with, that. whereas with religion, it's, you know, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to do it with any integrity, you got to believe or go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or some, something along those lines, you know? So I, I never, it was something that I, I was, I was, I knew about, it was something that I, um, that I found fascinating, but it was, it wasn't anything that I ever think I would have believed as, as being reality um, until I had, you know, my experiences. And now I know that actually, no, this is, this is actually how it works. Uh, you, you know, so it, it's, it, 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 at least, you know, the concepts were there, 
And so it wasn't complete, completely out there. And, you know, the, the, I think, you know, prayer and, and, and opening yourself up to it, to the, to the bigger universe, um, just that whole concept, um, even if you're not fully buying into it, just doing it a little bit, it, I think that, that, that can help. And I think, and, I, and it helped me. The other thing that I did that I think really helped that I never would have realized is back um, long before I was a policeman, um, I, had, I delivered bottled water in it and I had problems with my, my lower back. And so I, you know, I mean, you can't hump in those heavy bottles all day. You, you get, your back gets tight and you, you end up with, with tension and all that stuff. So I went to a chiropractor that was on my route and it turned out the chiropractor was an, was a network spinal analysis chiropractor, which a lot of chiropractors do that type of work, but it's not traditional chiropractic. It's light touches on the spine. And what they're actually doing is, is directing energy. And part of the, if, when you're a patient in, under that care, you breathing, and, and directing, directing light, like from, from your head towards whichever area, you know, that that's, that's part, the patient plays a role in their care. And so when I remember when I first went, I was like, what What the heck is this about? You know? And, uh, but it, but I found that I, I got really good at being able to the energy I could feel, I could, I could feel the, the, you know, the tension go away just through, through that breath. I got, you know, so when I learned Reiki, a lot of that same, those same concepts are applied. And so I already, I already kind of knew what to do without even realizing it. So that was actually my next question, because, you know, of all the metaphysical things that you could learn, why Reiki? That was one of the first things I learned too. Yeah. Well, Reiki, I think I, 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 I'm taking courses now at, at Delphi University in Georgia. I don't know if you're familiar, but it's a spiritual school. And one of the things one of the teachers said was that a lot of, most people that, that do energy healing start with Reiki. And I, and I think the reason why it's so perfect for, for anybody that's trying to open up spiritually and, and it's because it's, it doesn't require the practitioner to do anything, which sounds easier than it actually is. Um, uh, yep. it's, a you know, it's, it's, it, it, the, the, the energy that's healing the person, the, the patient, um, is not, is not coming from the practitioner. The, pra- the practitioner is a conduit for it and it doesn't require any special skills from the practitioner to do that. All you have to do is, is basically ask for it and be open to it and, and be a channel for it. Um, it, it's, it, which is why, and I'll, I will say that is that I, I highly recommend anybody that's interested in this stuff to, to seek out a Reiki one class and give it a try because it doesn't, it, it's only my, my class was longer than most Reiki ones. It was a full weekend. Um, but that's it. And then you, you can go and start doing this stuff and you practice, it takes practice, but the, the hardest thing about it is getting your ego out of the way. And realizing that no, this isn't coming from you. This isn't doesn't no. require you to do anything special. It just requires you to have the intention, the true, humble intention of of wanting to help the person that you're working on. That's it. And that's 
that's harder than it sounds because most people, you know, oh, I'm, I'm going to heal this person. It's about, it's hard not to make it about yourself. It just, it's, and to be honest, if I'm completely honest, I still occasionally find myself like, seriously, Brandon, <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> you know? um, but, but the reason I went into it was because a friend of mine um, who was a, a cat lover um, who had just recently taken the Reiki one class right around the time when I really started to open up to these concepts. And I was looking for a way to, to delve in. Um, and I, I wasn't really having a whole lot of success with meditation, at least not discernible success, you know? Uh, so I was looking for something that I could do that would give me a sense of, um, uh, tangibility with the, with the energy and the concepts. Um, and, and so I, I went and took the class that she suggested and, you know, it really, I really took to it. It was very quickly. And now, you know, now that I've done, I'm, I'm still doing Reiki and I, and I still intend to take more Reiki classes, but um, now I'm working towards um, metaphysical healer courses that are more, it's not necessarily just Reiki. It's, it's other stuff as well. Um, but Reiki is a great place to start because it's, it doesn't, you don't have to, you don't even have to fully buy into it actually. Nope. You know, it, 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 you, as, as the, as the patient or the practitioner, you don't even have to buy into yeah. it. You just have to have the intent to help the person and, and the Reiki will do the rest and it'll prove itself to you. That's what it did for me. And, and so, you know, I mean, I started working on my wife immediately when I, when I got the first level and it had a remarkable results with her. And then when I got the second level where you can actually send it to people through time and space that the results I got there were even more remarkable, you know, and it just kind of over time, it, it wears down your, your, your skepticism. And, and it's, it's a wonderful thing. I highly recommend Reiki to anybody because all you're doing is spreading goodness around the world, you know, and, and it'll, it'll open you up in ways that you don't, you don't realize until you're in it. I couldn't agree more. I mean, um, in, in, you know, with, with Tyson going through his brain tumor, you know, and having to be there for him and then suddenly saying, open yourself up for somebody who might be maybe going through something similar. What would you like to tell them? I, I do want to share something. We, I have three dogs and one of my dogs he's going to be 14 and he's going through this and I could feel this I can definitely sense his energy but I just wanted to share that with you as well because I know I'm thinking about our beloved pets and some people think oh it's just a pet no this is a being this is a being an intelligent being and the connection that we make so somebody who is maybe going through this yeah I, well first off you you hit it on the nose is that um you know, don't, don't downplay it. It's, it, it's very significant. Your, your connection with, with the, with them, with their being, with their soul is real and it's timeless and it's, it, and it's, it's rich and, and pure and, and in ways that, that, that are, it's hard for, for us to experience that same kind of pure connection with other humans because there's so much other uh, stuff you know, um, polluting it, if you will, you know, trust issues, 
um, ulterior motives, whatever, you know, with, with an animal, you, you can be your pure heart and they, and they're, and they're, they're their pure heart with you. So definitely realize that, that what you're feeling is real and you shouldn't be embarrassed about it. You shouldn't downplay it. You should allow yourself to be fully in it in with the love that you feel for them. And, you know, and also the pain that you experience, because it, if you experience it fully and you allow yourself to go through it, you'll come out of it a better person at the other end. Um, so I would say that I, I would say, you know, don't just go out and replace your, your pet, you know, right away, because, you know, it's a, I liken it to, you know, going beyond on, on, on the rebound, you know, you go out and you start dating and, and it's like the person could never live up to, to, to the expectations because the depth of, of relationship that you had with the previous dog or person, you have time, you have, you have all that history there's no way they're going to be able to compare. It might, it might be a good way to take your mind off things for a while. But what I suggest is like maybe um, foster a dog or a cat, you know, where you're helping them to have to be in a comfortable home until they get their forever home. Maybe go down and do some volunteering at the local shelter where you can spend time with, with dogs and cats and, you know, and, and still give to them, but, but not necessarily put yourself in a position to, to fail with the new dog and, and for, or cat or, or, and for them to fail, you know, they, they're, they've, they've got a big stake here too. Um, but uh, the other thing is I, 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 I want everybody to understand that, that, that we live on that, you know, that we are spiritual beings having an earthly experience, whether it be human or pet, whatever. Um, we're not the other way around. Okay. So, it's it, when, when we pass on our body is, is, is dying, but our spirit is, is still alive. And you're, and therefore there's, and their spirit is still alive. Your connection to their spirit is still alive. So as, as much as it sucks and it does suck, it, it's, it's an awful thing to, to lose that, that beautiful creature that you're so close to the pain of that, of that, of missing them and not having them, you know, waiting for you when you come home and, and, and just that, that joy that you got out of the, that cathartic joy that you got from being around them every day. The loss of that is irreplaceable. You can't, you can't downplay that, but the fact is you're still connected to them and they still want live on. And, and if you can meditate on that and, and focus on that and really, and I think you'll find that if the more you think about it, the more you, the more you realize that, no, that is true. And, and I think you, you can even tune into it and you can sense them. You can, you can get messages from them on your own. You can go to a communicator to, to, that can, can help you communicate with them. But knowing that they're okay and knowing that eventually you will see them again um, does a lot to help a person get through it. And the other thing is realize that, you know, the animal's, they're here for a mission, just like we are, you know, they have a shorter lifespan than we do, but, but that doesn't, that's not a bad thing for them. This is what they're here for. This is their lifespan. They've completed their mission. They've had a great life with you, which undoubtedly they did because otherwise you wouldn't be feeling this kind of connection to them. Um, and they're not, they, they, they might miss you too, but actually though, the thing in reality is that they can still be with you more consciously than, you know, they can see you, whereas you can't see them, um, you know, but they're, they're okay. They're fine. They're fine. You're the one that's struggling. And, 
they want you to be happy too. They don't want you to, to be struggling and feeling like crap about losing them. They want you to understand that they're still with you. And, and so that, those are things that, that I encourage people to focus on. And the other thing is on I really encourage people to, um, and I hope they'll read the book, Tyson's gift. Um, and, and, and I, you know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna convince you. It, it, it can't, you know, it, it can, it can compel the stories in there can, can hopefully be compelling and entertaining. Um, and hopefully inspire you to do your own exploration so you can find out these truths for yourself. But I, I, it's, it's a really a worthwhile uh, adventure to go on because it changes your whole perspective on life and, and spirit and consciousness and, and, you know, what it means to be human. It's, it's, it's a, a worthwhile adventure to go on. So I hope people will read it. Absolutely. And um, it's available on Amazon. Yeah, uh, yeah, they uh, you can get it on Amazon.com. The easiest way to get it probably is to go to Tysonsgift.com, T-Y-S-O-N-S-G-I-F-T.com. Um, it, there's a button there at the top of the first page where you can click on it and it'll take you to the page on Amazon. You can also read a little bit more about Tyson and, and me, and there's some pictures there. Um, it's available on barnesandnoble.com. And if you Google the title Tyson's Gift, it'll there's there's other bookstores that it's available at too. But the easiest way, yeah, Tyson's Gift for sure. We will definitely have that in the show notes. And um, so uh, I love what you said about if somebody's going through and having just lost a loved dear pet, um, avoid rebounding. I love that. Mm -hmm. Don't just go out and get another pet. Instead, foster a pet. That's that's just a huge need, at least in our area right now. Mm -hmm. And then you said, acknowledge the pain. This is really important to not push it or suppress it, not want to look at it because yes, it does hurt. So acknowledge your pain and let yourself go through the grieving process. So those are ways to help you get through the loss of a pet because it's a grieving process. You lost, you lost someone, someone mm -hmm. near and dear to you. You're going to go through that grieving process. Yeah. And so, the other thing I would add to that too is, is, you know, as hard as it is, because I've heard so many people, um, either, either them or people that they know that, that had a beloved pet that they, that they hurt so much over when they, when they passed that they never got another animal after that. And the thing is, I, I yes, it, I, I relate to that. I, I can understand, but at the same time, you know, animals, you know, there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of animals in need of homes. And um, I mean, just go down to any shelter and you'll see it any rescue, you know, there's always animals in need of homes. You're, you're giving to them an amazing gift. And, and they, again, if you can, if you can change, shift your perspective as hard as it is, cause I, you know, I'm not saying it's any easier for me, but as hard, as hard as it is, look at it, not as a tragedy because it, cause it, it's not, it isn't really, it's, it's not a tragedy in this, in the same sense of, you know, like you, you lose somebody unexpectedly to a car accident or something like that. It's, it's the nature of things. It's, it's, they have a shorter lifespan, but that doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean that them dying is, it isn't welcome for them. When they get to that point, they're ready, you know, and they're more conscious of the, of the spirit world than we are. You know, they haven't been taught to, to push it off. Um, so, you know, is, 
try to focus more on the fact that you're giving this, this beautiful creature a wonderful life as opposed to the end. Because, because there's animals out there that are going to still be alive. They're still going to, you know, live in, you know, unfortunately in a lot of cases, subpar lives because people don't step up and, and take them in. Um, when, when, when you have an opportunity to do something wonderful for a creature and yeah, it, that part of it comes with it, but, but there's so much good beauty that you get to experience in the process as do they. And so try to focus on that. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much, Brandon, for being with us today. And we are definitely going to be leaving that link tysonsgift.com. We're going to be leaving that link in the show notes. And also we have um, other things. I think your, your social media uh, on Facebook dot com slash tyson's gift you can definitely check out your facebook page and uh thank you thank you thank you so much for being on heartfelt awakening radio and do be sure to like follow and let us know what you're loving and let us know what you would love more of and in the meantime keep being amazing